This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, folks, and welcome to Resource Center. I'm Roshan Kanesan, and today we'll be doing a continuation of the exploration of Belanja 1 2023. Earlier on, you would have heard us talk to the head of the Small and Medium Enterprise Association of Malaysia's CEO, Dr. William Ng, about a overlook of the Belanja 1 2023 and the different programs that are out there for your benefit if you're an SME, micro SME, or social enterprise. Now, one of those initiatives in the budget was a financing facility that will be run by Banks in Panan National that will be offering over a billion ringgit in financing for SMEs, micro SMEs, hawkers, that sort of thing. And we thought that that required more in-depth explanation and a deeper dive into, which is why today on the line, we've got with us Jay Kyrill, Chief Executive Officer of Banks in Panan National to break this down for us. Jay, how are you doing? Very well. Thank you, uh, Roshan. Thank you so much for having me and uh, also BSN as your guest today. We hope to be able to, of course, like what you just mentioned, uh, break down some of those uh, long-standing uh, clarification that we need to do. Yeah, I know. After all, you know, when the, the Prime Minister and the Finance Minister is doing his speech, he's only got so much time for each initiative, correct? So, uh, okay. based on the tabling of the revised Blanja 1 2023, BSM will offer over a billion ringgit in financing, focusing on micro-SMEs and hawkers. Uh, Jay, I'm hoping you can help us dive a little deeper into all of this. Uh, give us a sense of how much financing an SME can get under the Banks and National Initiatives. Uh, sure do, uh, Roshan. But before I you know, go on and explain about the schemes and all, uh, let me first explain about or briefly explain on the definition of SME and micro business. Yes, please. Uh, because I find many people are still unclear on what is the correct classification, who, who's SME and who's micro, right? So, But there is a clear guidance uh, on this by the SME Corporation Malaysia or SME Corp in short. And there are generally two broad sector classifications, uh, manufacturing and services. Of course, it includes other services as well, like agriculture, construction, and mining. Uh, but let us today just focus on micro businesses. Now, what defines micro? So for micro, regardless of sectors, all businesses with less than 300,000 total revenue in a year, or a business that employs less than five full-time employees or FTEs, will be classified as micro. Hmm. Now, the word or, uh, you know, I need to emphasize on the word or because the definition is clear that between the two criteria, the one which is lower should be taken into consideration. So say, for example, if your turnover is more than 300,000, but you employ less than five FTEs, you are classified as micro. So similarly, if you employ more than five FTEs, but your turnover is less than 300,000 in a year, you are still classified as micro. So that, that's to make sure that we understand fully who are micro uh, businesses, the, the target audience that we are, or we will be discussing more uh, later on. And now back to your question, uh, Roshan. Uh, sorry for taking a bit of time, but no, I think no, that I, I think it was really important for you to set that yeah. context so that you know we fully understand um, the definitions here. Because otherwise, you know, SME to one person, micro SME to another person, what do these terminologies mean? So okay. thank you for breaking that down first. No problem at all. So back to your question under the revised budget uh, 2023 that was announced by uh, Yang Mak Bohormat, uh, Prime Minister, 
BSN is mandated to provide, uh, to be exact, 1.05 billion ringgit uh, to assist micro businesses for all sectors and segments. Also, including digital initiatives, uh, which is predominantly, I mean, we, we all know uh, how important and critical digital is today as a conduit to propel businesses and the industry as a whole. Now, under BSN Microcasse, that's how we have termed this, uh, this whole initiative uh, as uh, we have developed and launched seven schemes altogether. Uh, the first is Microcasse Belia or Youth Entrepreneur. Uh, second is micro kasih nita or woman entrepreneur. Third is micro kasih bumi putra, uh, bumi putra entrepreneur. Uh, micro kasih Sabah Sarawak. These are for micro businesses in Sabah and Sarawak. Uh, micro kasih veteran. This is for veteran entrepreneur. Uh, micro kasih taska or for kindergartens and also nursery. And of course, micro kasih general for all other sectors. Now, each one of the schemes above will be eligible to a financing from 5,000 to 50,000. So every application uh, will be assessed from the needs, of course, of 5,000 to uh, 50,000. But of course, the application and the applicant can indicate what is their preference uh, within that range. Right. And this is a big deal considering the fact that we're looking at businesses below 300,000 in turnover. So 5,000 to 50,000 ringgit is a lot of money for, especially when it's coming to about working capital and things like that. Um, now, obviously, Jay, when it comes to things like financing, it's really important to consider the cost and the tenure of these kind of financing facilities. So what is the typical tenure and profit or interest rate that we're looking at at all these e-case facilities? Yeah, so it's it's from one to five and a half years including six months moratorium. So what it means is for the first six months, uh, successful applicants do not have to pay their financing or loans yet. Right. They have that six months uh, uh, moratorium and the profit rate is fixed at 4% per annum. This is relatively a very, very low rate, uh, cheap and affordable to, to make sure uh, businesses such as Micro can continue to be facilitated uh, and to help them to do better in their businesses. Yeah, that's a considerable rate considering the fact that a lot of times when I speak to SME financing facilities or other players, it can often be uh, 18% per annum uh, a lot of the time, so 1.25 or 1.5% a month. So yeah. that is a big difference there. Uh, the next question of us naturally is, how do I get this right? So what are the criteria to qualify for these facilities? And I know you've got seven different schemes, so maybe you might need to go into them in detail. I'll leave that up to you. I'll just give you a quick, a brief rundown. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, I'll provide later also where where do prospective uh, applicants can go, whether it's through our website or through our microfinance business centers. Uh, yeah, that might get, be better. <laughs> to get a lot more clarification. Uh, yeah. Uh, so among the criteria for the scheme, I mean, these are the normal um criteria that we impose, uh, business has to be in operation for at least six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is to prove at least the business has been around for six months. Uh, so this, these are open to all micro enterprises, uh, so proprietorship, partnership, uh, whether it's limited liability partnership or even private limited. So it, it's basically open to all sectors um, and all types of business sectors as well. Uh, and this 
it's not limited to professionals like accountants, uh, doctors and lawyers. So we we do not discriminate against them also, uh, Roshan. Uh, so doctors, aspiring doctors who may want to say, you know, open their own clinics, etc., can also approach this uh, for this scheme. Uh, of course, they have to be Malaysian-owned businesses. And some specific requirements to the seven schemes that I've mentioned, uh, I think the some of those can be quite self-explanatory, but specifically for micro Belia, for example, uh, the micro-enterprises must be at least 51% owned and operated by youth below the age of 30. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for micro nita or the women-owned micro-enterprises, it must be owned by at least 51% uh, by any female Malaysian citizens. Mm. Right? And for micro veteran, this is a bit interesting. Uh, these are for uh, micro-businesses owned by uniformed veterans from the government sectors. So these are retirees. Uh, some of our uniformed veterans, as we know, retire quite early uh, in their, in their uh, employment career. Mm-hmm. And if they wish to embark on businesses, uh, why not? Uh, it is also open for them uh, up to the age of 65 years old. And again, it, it, it caters for all business sectors. Right. Um- Jay, what's the process to get the financing then? Are there any particular supporting documents that are required? Uh, yes, unfortunately, Roshan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a bank, right? Uh, we do have to be responsible. Uh, but I'll, I'll share a little bit more later on. Uh, but but just to answer your question specifically, I mean, those entrepreneurs who are interested, first thing first, they can apply for this scheme via two channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, our online channel is through our official BSN website, which is www.bsn.com.my. Uh, you can submit your application and upload all your required documents through the online platform. Or you can physically submit the documents as well uh, through our 39 micro-financing centres throughout the nation in 13 states. So we will have at least two or three micro-financing sectors sorry, centers in each, uh, each in each state. And among the supporting documents that we require, um, obviously we need a copy of the identification card. This is to prove uh, your nationality. Valid business registration certificate with Companies Commission of Malaysia. Uh, preferably latest three months uh, bank statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a copy of electricity and water bills of your business premise uh, and and, you know, other supporting documents which uh, applicants feel may support better or, or provide further proof of their uh, affordability uh, to also strengthen the application. Uh, so these are some of the very normal documents that we ask. Now, for this uh, program, Lucian, it is also worthwhile to mention that we have relaxed some of those requirements, right? Uh, in normal business context, we would at least ask for six months business or bank account statements, for example. So in this particular instance, we have reduced it to three months. Um, and we also would assess their viability in terms of their business presence, etc., etc. So let's not be worried about the documents uh, that we ask. We, we definitely have to ask for documents to prove or to authenticate the business. Uh, but don't be unduly worried about your income, etc. Come and speak to us. Uh, get better understanding on how uh, we could help 
with this uh, with this budget initiative. All right, Jay, we got to go into a short break, but we've got more to get into, so stay on the line with me. Uh, folks, I've been speaking with Jay Kyrill, the CEO of Bank Simpana National, and we've been talking about the 1 billion ringgit in financing and support available from BSN under Belanja 1 2023 for micro SMEs, uh, specifically for allocations under the seven schemes for groups such as youths, women, and Bumi Patrol entrepreneurs, among others. We'll be back in just a bit. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Blockbusters for me. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hey folks, welcome back to Resource Centre. I'm Roshan Kandesan and today we're exploring the 1 billion ringgit in financing and support available from BSN for SMEs under Blanja 1 2023. Helping me with this conversation has been Jay Carroll, the CEO of Bank Simbaran National. Now Jay, um... You know, earlier you mentioned doctors and you have got different seven different schemes here. Uh, I'd like to get a sense of what kind of micro SME uh, industries are being targeted for this financing, if at all. Uh, we generally open to all sectors, Russian, right? Um, so there's no one that we target. Uh, but why we have broken it up into all those different schemes uh, is because we want to make sure that we have enough allocation, mm. right? Because it's, it's a limited pool. Uh, it's... It's one hundred million. We need to make sure that we equally uh, allocate to every one of these uh, sectors, and to also ensure that you know they don't they don't get left out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because if we just lump everything into one, then it could be heavy on uh, on one particular sectors and not on the others. Yeah. Right? So, so that that's where I think we need uh, we we have actually broken it down uh, to facilitate that process as well. But it generally is open to all uh, all sectors and segments. So the, the segmentation is just pretty much just to make sure that it's being allocated in particular areas that you want, um, oh, so that you know so that some people aren't getting left out. Um, are there any particular purposes that this financing is meant for, or are the businesses free to use it as they see fit? That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, predominantly, we always encourage businesses to focus on working capital. Uh, be it capital expenditures or expansion to generate more revenue, uh, which is also why it is very, very important for us to ensure financial education or, or micro businesses development is key. So the micro and SME financial ecosystem um, is robust as it is uh, to include the development agenda. Uh, and we place high importance in this area. And, you know, obviously it's also our joint responsibility as an enabler mm-hmm. to partake in ensuring our micro businesses grow uh, and very importantly be sustainable in the long run. So, yes, uh, we always ensure, I mean, sometimes we can't ensure, but we encourage businesses to be responsible in the loans and the financing that they obtain. Um, you know, the, the key factor in us assessing um on these micro businesses is always about how passionate they are in doing the business that they're doing. Interesting. Yeah. So if, if you could establish that that's 50% of what it takes to assess any given micro or aspiring micro businesses, because you don't want to be giving 50,000 to someone who would not want to be there for the long run. Right. So, mm-hmm. This is where we need to make sure that the education, the development part of it is there to make sure that we can further nurture them uh, to maybe one day a small or medium industry even. 
so this is the part where um, you know we we have to be responsible. Uh, and sometimes when we ask uh, a bit more questions than we should, uh, we tend to get people a bit on the on the negative side. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the take up uh, for the financing facility so far. Um, very encouraging. Uh, since April 2023, that's when the revised budget was announced. Uh, we have received over 8,000 applications, uh, amounting to close to about 350 million, uh, of which we have successfully disbursed about 110 million uh, from that uh, total of 8,000 applications. Uh, to now about 3,300 over eligible micro-entrepreneurs. Uh, so this is just three months data, uh, April, May and June. I'm, I'm very confident that this number will continue to increase in the months to come. Uh, and of course, I want to also encourage all uh, prospective or existing micro-entrepreneurs to visit our website or our nearest micro-financing centres for to, to understand more and to apply for this scheme. Yeah, because it sounds like there's a lot more money left to be dispersed there, 600-ish million. Uh, so anyone who's listening, if you have friends, if you yourself are micro SME, if you have friends who are micro businesses, um, this is something that you can look at to help with your financing for your growth, that sort of thing. Um, Jay, when does the program end? So that, you know, people just need to hear a deadline before, you know, they start scrambling for certain things. Yeah, so this will go on as long as we still have the funds, right? So we have allocated, uh, like how we have earlier explained, on the 1.05 billion to be exact. So we still have more than 800 million awaiting. Uh, it sounds like a, a, a campaign. Or something. <laughs> you know, it, it, is, uh, it is true that we have more than 800 million uh, awaiting uh, yeah. prospective and eligible micro-entrepreneurs of that. Now, aside the seven schemes that we've been talking about under these financing facilities, does BSN have any other initiatives under the revised Belanja one? Uh, yes, absolutely, uh, Roshan. The, the PM has recently announced uh, during the budget dialogue that was organized by MOF. Uh, there was a couple of weeks back uh, and BSN will roll out 100 million digital grants in total um, and also to enable the penjajas uh, or hawkers mm-hmm. to be onboarded digitally. So this is, I mean, we hold dear to this. Uh, we propose the digitalization of the penjajas in particular, and uh, we will embark on this with a digital partner or a fintech. And the reason is simple. Uh, we need to be working with uh, a more agile, you know, financial technology solution partner uh, that would, of course, enable the penjajas to be digital. This, this is, you know, uh, onboarding them into app, uh, you know, teaching them, educating them. And how this would benefit the bank is we would have the dashboard. So we would have a good knowledge and data on all these hawkers and penjajas uh... and how well they have done, you know, how do they pay their suppliers, how do they pay their bills, how do they, you know, buy their raw materials, etc., etc. Because really the, the, the code to doing this successfully is to also have all this alternative data. Because we have learned that not many uh, of these smaller scale businesses have all the documents that bank would need, right? Uh, they don't normally come with extensive bank statements, uh, audited reports and stuff like that. Uh, so this, this initiative is important. 
It's a very important step to a million mile journey, uh, but we need to make this happen. Uh, and of course, uh, we will be launching this um, latest uh, by end of this month. At least that's the deadline that I was given. Uh, we are we are on track, uh, and I, I'm very confident that we will launch this uh, by before the end of this month. Uh, and on a digital grant initiative, uh, we will be jointly working with uh, MDEC, uh, the Malaysian Digital Economy Malaysia. Uh, that is to make sure that we also enable uh, some of our uh, through our technology service providers and also telcos uh, on prospective businesses who would want to also embark on the digital journey. Uh- Jay, final question before we wrap up for today. Uh, if folks want to learn more about the different financing facilities that BSN is looking to disperse out there, where can they go? Okay, um, they can, whoever is interested, uh, like I've explained, uh, go to our official BSN website, www.bsn.com.my or through our physical presence, uh, 39 microfinancing centres nationwide. Um, go into the financing centers, approach any of our staff. Uh, I'm very confident they can all facilitate the discussion and the application process. One can also visit uh, the Blanjawan Madani 2023 official page uh, at budget.mof.gov.my oblique manfaat to know more about the schemes and also uh, the initiatives that we are doing uh, in facilitating micro-businesses because it's a, it's a key mandate for us. Uh, and in our latest corporate strategic plan, uh, we set out a very distinct aspiration, uh, amongst others, of course, to develop and migrate more micro-entrepreneurs to the next level, into the SME category, in particular, maybe the small category. Now, we have also made significant progress here to work with a commercial bank to further develop these micro-businesses. So we do have our mandates and, you know, we would not encroach into the bigger boys' uh, play, uh, but we need to make sure that a partner would be able to continue to nurture all these uh, micro-businesses. So our migration work plan is comprehensive, uh, you know, to pay special attention to the upskilling and, if necessary, reskilling of our micro-businesses. So this is an important agenda uh, aside from just giving out financing, etc., um, we have to also be involved in the nurturing process. You know, sometimes uh, we find businesses, uh, they, they want to do big things, but simple things like cash flow management, they don't, mm. they don't quite understand, right? Or to, to know simple business plan. I mean, you talk to the penjajas, they said, please don't teach me... Uh, <laughs> how to run my business. I've been doing this for the last 15, 20, 25 years and it is a generation business. Uh, I know how to do things better than, you know, you guys wearing ties coming to tell us how to run our business. But that's not the point, right? The point is we we acknowledge that they know their businesses far better than any of us uh, who come, you know, possibly to show off a little bit. <laughs> but, but it is to provide that platform yeah. I think that's very important to provide that platform where we do not just give you money, we do not just give you financing, but we help nurture you to a better business. 
So we, we provide modules, we, we take them through this journey and some of these are funded by the bank. Uh, there's no recourse, we don't push it back to the businesses. Uh, so we fund this and we take them through these different, different modules and make sure that they go through all these essential modules before they, they can uh, migrate or, or graduate from this scheme. And uh, just a bit of a selling point, uh, Roshan, we have migrated more than 400 micro businesses into small category where they have either recorded higher revenue or they have employed more. Uh, so that, that's a key uh, agenda of ours. And it's in line with the government's aspiration to grow more businesses and provide opportunities for them to be upskilled and reskilled. Uh, the aim, Roshan, is always about enhancing productivity uh, we need to produce more and produce from the perspective of uh, innovation. So that's what I think it's very important uh, for us to also say and, uh, and also uh, provide an explanation. Jay, thank you so much for your time today and giving us that breakdown. No problem, Roshan. Thank you so much for having us. I was speaking with Jay Karel, Chief Executive Officer of Bank Simpana National, and we've been talking about the different financing facilities being offered on the back of the Blanja 1 2023 that was announced earlier this year. I'm Roshan Kanesan. This has been Resource Centre, and you've been listening to BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the BFM app.